Yo, so I'm back in the motherfucking building. I know it's been about 10 days since I did an episode. I've been slowed up. Fucking coronavirus shit. Fake-ass pandemic has got a nigga kind of stressed out. Got bills. Credit card bills, rent, car payment, all that shit building up. Trying not to go broke out in this bitch. Uh, fuck dying because I'm broke. And when I say broke, I don't mean I'm not homeless and I'm not penniless. My bread is just slowed up. So I'm fucking broke. If I ain't getting money, that's broke. So I've been kind of stressed out. Trying to think of uh, creative and genius ways to get money. I mean, uh, this is Trump's America where everybody's fucked up. So just got me out of the mood but in any event talk about that uh, Drink Chaps episode with Noriega and Lamar Odom oh man there's so much shit to unpack I don't know where to start Um, well first I guess let's start with the criticism of N-O-R-E, right? Everybody's criticizing Noriega and DJ EFM talking about um, they baited Lamar Odom or they set him up or they tried to humiliate him. Nothing could be further from the truth. In my opinion, he humiliated himself. Um, there's, a, there's an expression that says you got to stay on your square. Uh, Not let nobody or nothing knock you off of it, right? Uh, And Lamar Odom did just that. He let Nori's question and the alcohol and the intensity just knock him off his square. If you know that you are plagued with scandal, you got to keep the guards up, right? You got to like, you got to watch your 10, you got to watch your 6, your 12, your 3, and your 9, right? You can't let shit knock you off your square because if you do that should have backfired and then you'll be out here looking dumb like an ex-crackhead which I don't think he needed no help considering the shit that was in the media now my opinion on the interview I think it was a damn good interview because it showed uh, Noriega's growth as an entertainer in the podcasting world. He's not only a rapper, which he wasn't really a good rapper. I liked him. On a scale of 10, he's probably like a good six stars, right? Um, But you don't really listen to Noriega for deepness or lyricism, uh, complexity. You listen to Noriega's music because he makes street anthems. He makes club anthems. He makes hood anthems. He makes shit for people to have a good time. Because he's a good time type of nigga. So. But. As a as a podcaster. I have to say that he's good. Because he gets to the meat and potatoes. He asks you. If he'd like, if he'd like to answer certain questions. So it wasn't like Lamar Odom. Was getting bombarded with questions. That he was forced to ask. Before Noriega asked him a question. He always prefaced it with the request. Like you know. Do you want to talk about this? Uh, can we talk about Chloe? Can we talk about the Kardashians? Can we talk about uh, your time in the league? Can we talk about your drug usage? Like he prefaced. He never sprung any question up on Lamar Odom. Right? So it wasn't like Lamar Odom didn't see where the angling was coming from. Which I think he made. He alluded to. 
uh, towards the end of the interview that Noriega had like an angle, but the angles were clear. It was it, like when you listen to Noriega interview people, you pretty much know the questions he's gonna ask. Noriega doesn't really ask obscure questions. He asks you shit that the media actually talks about and you don't elaborate. Case in point, when Lamar Odom was found at the Bunny Ranch, uh, unconscious, uh, and it was a tranny that came to his rescue, like he never offered a clear explanation as to what happened and why the fuck he was there as a married man. It's a whorehouse, right? So, Noriega prefaced it with the request, like, can we talk about that? Which Lamar Odom said he didn't mind. Now, what I think was the major problem with Lamar Odom was the fact that he was inebriated throughout the interview. And a lot of people don't know how to handle their shit. Um, and I know niggas that are like Lamar Odom, right? I've met a few niggas in my lifetime that... They kind of silly niggas when they're not drunk and high, right? So if they get drunk and high, they're disoriented. They don't know how to handle their shit, even though they've been doing it for so damn long. Is some things are supposed to you supposed to build an immunity to shit, right? If you smoke weed, uh, do drugs, or you drink, you're supposed to build a tolerance that kind of like allows you to function like as you would if you wasn't high or drunk, right? So he's just a dumbass nigga, right? Um, and he was answering the questions. I think what happened was he got drunk, uh, he got high, and I think it dawned on him that he had actually exposed a lot of his ways and like his mentality, right? Which we anybody with a working brain should have known that he's a fucking jock. Most sports players are fucking dumb. That's not me being negative. That ain't me being mean. Um, you don't go to sports players, you know what I'm saying, for in intellectual talking. You don't go to sports players to learn really shit, to be inspired, um, unless you want to be a sports player. These are not the br most brilliant people in the world. That's not to say there aren't some smart people like Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, uh, John Sally, um, what's the nigga name? Stephon Marbury. But most niggas is dumb like Lamar Odom and AI. Although I love AI for his tenacity in the league, his ball handling skills, all right, his uh, hip hop um, adaption to the culture of NBA sports. Uh, he was kind of dumb. His personal problems plagued him as a person professionally. Say that shit three times real fast. But um, as with Lamar Odom, it's the same case. Good ball handling skills. Um, but he wasn't, in my opinion, he wasn't no Michael Jordan. He wasn't no Magic Johnson. He wasn't, hell, he wasn't even a fucking AI, right? Niggas like fucking Dwight Howard, right? You're overrated and you're a volume shooter, if that. Um, you're just a tall motherfucker that can throw a ball, right? Niggas is overrated. And at the beginning, I didn't like the interview on Lamar's part. Because at the beginning of it, he called himself a black Kardashian. Any man shouldn't call them the surname of any bitch that they've ever dealt with, right? Like, you are Lamar Odom. You, She should have been a part of your clan. Not you. Not the other way around. But it seems like everybody that goes into the Kardashian clan um, that is a man. Um, I don't know, man. There's some sorcery in the pussy, right? I think the pussy is toxic. I think the shit is like a drug. 
uh, in a bad way. And I think that if you are black, you should avoid them like the plague. I know I would. I don't need fame, money, none of that shit that much to have my sanity, my genitals, or my um, reputation in question, right? As with uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Kanye West, Pete Dizick, uh, Scott Dizick, and Lamar Odom. All them niggas are either plagued uh, physically, mentally, psychologically, or uh, societally, right? So that was one thing I didn't like about Lamar Odom. Two, he can't really form coherent sentences. Kept getting on my fucking nerves talking about it's crazy. Yo, this is crazy. Like, you know the crazy thing? Like, I hate niggas that preference shit with the same fucking starting Right, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck to say. Right, he prefaces the sentence using the same fucking uh, predicate, right, for lack of better words. You know what I'm saying? So that was irritating. Um, towards the end of the interview, he was talking about how in the league he didn't think he was respected like a Michael Jordan or LeBron, even though he had two rings, because you were too busy practicing fuck shit outside of the. Uh, the stadium right outside of the court the difference between michael jordan um ai which ai doesn't have a ring but the nigga like even even with practice what practice we talking about practice he didn't even go to practice and the nigga was nice on this on the court lamar odom while he was he was all right um like he was focusing on getting high getting drunk trying to showboat which is why a stupid ass got robbed and he glossed over that shit. I wanted him to elaborate on getting robbed. Um, he tried to say that he pawned his rings, which he probably did. Cause some nigga, I think in 2013, 15, some shit like that. had said that Lamar owed him, owed him money for Coke that he had sold him. Right? So I wouldn't be surprised as an NBA nigga, if he wasn't in debt to a Coke dealer and he had to pawn his rings to pay off his debt. Right? Um, but he was, he's stupid, right? talking about when he got a 60 million dollar contract i think it was 60 million over the course of um i don't even know how many years but he got a 60 million dollar contract when he first got in the league and how he went to a club and he bought over a hundred bottles of rose which totaled i don't know i don't know, a couple a thousand dollars i think uh and he bought a hundred of those so like any nigga that brags about buying over a hundred bottles that cost thousands of dollars to impress drug dealers or niggas that got money that's in the club you're pretty fucking stupid right um so that was one thing what else it seemed like he hadn't really got over chloe kardashian uh because he kept talking about how she was there and this at the third he was downplaying his current girl which if i was his current girl i'd leave his dumb ass right because if you still moping over some bitch that dropped you like a hot potato like who the fuck needs to give with an ex crackhead anyways? Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's just me, right? A lot of people aren't functional. Or as I like to call it, a lot of people are dysfunctionally functional. So she's probably with the nigga until he runs out of money. Who knows? But yeah, towards the end, he started like literally like feeling that he had exposed himself, which he did. But it didn't, it took a whole two hours for it to dawn on him. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is a fucking idiot, right? Like if you don't know that you exposing your true self and then it dawns on you later on and you try to backtrack, well, it's too late. Like you don't, you can't do that. 
And nobody gives a fuck because you're a grown man. And while I love everybody, and especially my black people, I don't like dumb motherfuckers, right? So if you're dumb, you get what you get. Um, as it pertains to him talking about being in the bunny ranch, the nigga was like not owning up to his shit, right? He was in there fucking hoes, tricking off and getting high. He tried to like spin it like somebody tried to kill him, talking about, um, yo, I hadn't even done any drugs and this, that, and the third. But nigga, that doesn't, that may be, be the case. But when you're known for doing drugs, you can't say that you weren't doing drugs yet and had an overdose or you were found unconscious with something in your system, right? TMZ, the news, everybody reported that he had cocaine, meth, and THC in the system, right? And alcohol. It sounds like a nigga that just doesn't want to own up that he's a fucking meth head or cokehead or alcoholic. Like, I'm not even going to demonize him smoking weed, but... Some black people do shit and they don't like being called on their shit. Like, I've known people that do coke and don't like being called a cokehead. I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. I've met people that smoke crack and don't like being called a crackhead. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? If you do crack, my nigga, by definition, you're a fucking crackhead. Own your shit. Uh, so I think he was lying about that shit. We all know he's lying about pawn in his rings. Because a pawn shop would have came out and said we had him. Um, and I don't think nobody's lining up to buy them shits or if he did pawn them You can't afford them in a pawn shop because they're not selling those shits for cheap So we can assess that he was robbed for them shits and tried to lie like he wasn't fucking crackhead shit um, What else yeah, most of the interview was basically him reminiscing on his time in the league And I think he's like 43 now he's talking about how you know how he can get back my nigga it's over i don't know if he was dropped from the league i don't know if he retired he doesn't play in the nba no more and i don't think that the nba is scrambling like two eggs on a sunday morning to pick up an ex-junkie to run across the court for you know what i'm saying viewership i don't think so especially not when uh they have that uh guyana's dude that plays for the milwaukee bucks and you got zion williams like why do you need lamar odom he's fucking washed Next to Dwight Howard, I don't even know how Dwight Howard is still playing. It's a matter of time till they drop his monkey ass. But like he, he like some niggas just like I'm finding this as I get older that some old niggas just can't let go. Right? You have to know when it's your time to sh of shining in the limelight, your prime is diminished significantly that's not to say at 43 he can't go on and be other things because he's relatively young however playing ball is not one of them you'd be better better uh being a sports commentator right um because i think they had john starks john sally um charles barkley shaquille o'neal jalen rose like go get a job working for tbs or tnt as it pertains to the NBA, it's a wrap, my nigga. Uh, maybe the big three. You know what I'm saying? He, it, Ice Cube is purchasing, and I do mean purchasing, washed up old niggas. So, you either have a bright future as a commentator, a podcaster, or a player on the big three. But as it pertains to the NBA, it's pretty much a wrap. You can kind of cancel that shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to... Uh, Lamar Odom is like the definition of a nigga trying to live, relive hoop dreams. Right? Yo, I was the baddest motherfucker on the court and I had all the bitches and it's over. The best you can hope for is a commentator job, a podcaster job, uh, an endorsement job, uh, or you endorse products. Uh, and shit like that. But like, nobody's fucking with an ex-junkie. I mean, they gave Allen Iverson umpteen chances, and this nigga was an ex-cokehead slash ex-alcoholic. This nigga just couldn't get right. He was so fucked up on drugs. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's my review on the Drink Champs podcast episode. Um, I wanted to watch it when it first dropped, but I'm not really a big fan of Lamar Odom. Plus, I think he looks like fucking... Uh, what's the nigga name? He looks like Lurch from the Munsters, right? And niggas look like Frankenstein, right? Big stupid looking motherfucker. So, you know what I'm saying? His look, he didn't really, even in the league, he may have been a good player. He just didn't even have appeal. Michael Jordan had appeal. Hell, Charles Barkley had appeal. Allen Iverson had appeal. Some niggas just look like old grandpas that are tall that play ball. Like, I like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but let's not get it fucked up. Like, Lou Alcindor wasn't stale looking as a player. He was stale looking. His play, it was his gameplay wasn't exciting. That's how Lamar Odom is. Yeah, you tall. You can put the ball in the hoop. But you're boring looking. You're boring as a person. You have no personality. There's no appeal. Like, only people that was really watching this nigga was people that are diehard, hardcore NBA fans. So... All the people, all the pro-black people that's, you know what I'm saying, criticizing Nori, talking about he was, you know what I'm saying, him and Diddy was trying to embarrass Lamar Odom. No, they was just trying to get to sensationalism. And I like how Nori actually pointed out, you contacted us. We're only asking the questions that if I was a white man or white reporter, you would answer these questions. I don't know why people give black reporters like a bad rap, except Gail King, right? Gail King was a fucking, like... She shitted on a dead man, but had been Kobe Bryant been alive, I think it would have been safe to say it'd have been all right for her to actually ask those questions. That was why she was getting scrutiny because she actually reprised some shit that was supposed to be deaded 13 years ago with a third party over a dead man. Like you can't do that. Or let me rephrase that. You can do that. You shouldn't do that. Right. That just shows that you are unscrupulous as a journalist. However, Lamar Odom is still alive. Figure of speech. But um, like I think it's all fair war You know what I'm saying Or all fair love and war Like he asked him a question you, He even prefaced it with the request Like you don't have to answer it If you don't want to He chose to answer it Therefore I gotta give a grown man accountability For answering the questions that were asked No more no less Um, What else Oh I also like the fact that Nori like it was a smooth check he checked them Lamar Odom kept going on incoherently shit wasn't make sense uh I like the fact that Nori said hold well check this out right all that shit you feeling fuck that shit <laughs> he straight up told that nigga fuck all that shit you feeling it ain't like that he even told him he even went so far to tell him yo I'm gonna take control of this because it seems like the shit is getting you know what I'm saying blurred or whatever you know what I'm saying fuck that shit my nigga 
like dead ass. He actually started, you could see the real Noriega. He started getting, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say out of character, but you can see that Noriega once was a real street nigga. Cause street niggas, even when we get past that bullshit, right, of being always, you can't be hard 24 seven, right? We may get corporate jobs or do other shit and even get older where we have to be more lighthearted and friendly. When a nigga pushes our buttons till we get to that point where I'm not tolerating this fuck shit, especially by a square ass nigga. Shit gets stern, shit gets serious, it gets semi-aggressive, right? Where you have to smooth check a nigga, right? You may not want to punch him out or slap him, but you got to let him know, like, hold the fuck up, my nigga. We're not going to let this get no further than it already is gone. If you took in something like that, it ain't like that. Lamar Odom strikes me as a bitch type nigga. You know what I'm saying? An ex-junkie that thought he was cool or he was street because he was getting high off of narcotics. That's a sucker-ass nigga. Real street niggas don't get high. Fuck what you heard. They might smoke weed and drink. That's about it. Any other harsh narcotic, you a sucker-ass nigga. Um, but, um, what else? Yeah, so I like the fact that Noriega checked that shit. Right, because it kept going. I, even as a spectator, the shit went. It went too far for too long. I was even like, "Yo, shut the fuck up, my nigga!" Like at two at the two minute and twenty one mark, this is not the time for you to be like backpedaling or feeling like somebody like you know what I'm saying put you on the spot. Right, you had an hour ago to actually say that. Matter of fact, you had two. Because I don't even think Noriega took took too much time. The spring questions on him. He got right to the shit, right? Um, also, uh, something I think Noriega actually like glossed over or kind of ignored. I think he ignored it on purpose. But through Lamar Odom's incoherent like speech, I think Lamar Odom was trying to say that like he said, uh, he it sounded like he said, "Yo, watch your mouth." And I think Noriega kind of ignored it because he didn't want to get out of character. Uh, or slapped the nigga. Uh, there was another time where Lamar Odom said, like, Noriega was like, yeah, you know, he he tried to, like, make an analogy. And I think Lamar Odom was like, yeah, you know, it's like, like pussy. Like, it sounded like he was scared. He was shaky. He wanted to call Nori pussy, but he didn't have the heart to say it. So he was kind of, like, trying to, like, mask it in an incoherent, like, rambling where he just called him pussy. Right? Oh, it's like pussy. Like he was trying to say his question, it was like pussy. Um, which Noriega handled that like a gentleman. He ignored it, right? But when it later on, when it seemed like it was gonna turn into a problem, he got straight to it and nipped that shit in the bud. Cause you don't let no ex washed up crackhead idiot try to dish you on some slick shit. Better than me, cause I would have knocked this big six foot five soft ass out. Like that's one that's another thing. Niggas be super tall and shit, think they tough, right? That's a good way to get punched in the fucking eye, get your jaw cracked. Cause truth be told, a lot of the niggas that play in the league, they ain't street niggas, right? You went to high school and then college and then you went straight to the league around a bunch of white men, uh white bitches and square niggas. Like you're not built like that. So it doesn't matter that you tall as a skyscraper. You know what I'm saying? And I think Nori picked up on that shit and checked him smoothly, as he should. Anyways, this has just been my opinion on the Drink Chaps interview. I hope y'all been entertained. 
And, fo- and as always, follow the Instagram page at F underscore YA underscore M O H T A. F your mother. And that's what's up. One.